G'day and welcome to another edition of Chewing the Fat. Bevo here with you. Today we're down at the Safety Hub and we're joined by one of the greatest footballers of all time. Before we talk to him though, a big shout out to our major sponsor now, Time Fitness, Glenelg. But we are joined by a four-time Hawks Premiership player, McGarry medalist back in 1984, a Brownlow medalist in 1987, 17 times he's represented the state, AFL and Sandville Hall of Fame inductee, Johnny the Rat Platten. Great to have you on Chewing the Fat, mate. Oh, beautiful to be here. Yeah. Um, so, mate, um, I mentioned before Safety Hub. How did you become the owner of Safety Hub and tell us all about it? Um, well, we started out with um, – we were on Regency Road uh, about eight years ago. No, no, about, about ten years ago. And uh, I got into it as a sales rep and we knew that uh, that um, safety is going to be huge here in, a, in Australia. And so I jumped on board with it and then uh, three years later I bought the company and we moved out of Regency Road down here at 56 Cavern Road now. Dry Creek. So. And what do you guys specialise in? Obviously, uh, safety gear being the number one thing, yeah. but anything else? Oh, look, we uh, specialise in PPE gear, high-vis, um, you know, gloves, hard hats, um, steel-toe boots, you know, all the, all the good stuff, uh, you know, signage, um, traffic cones, anything to do with safety, we deal in. So, uh, yeah, pop in and say hello. That's right, big fella. <laughs> love, love those ads. Um, so let's talk about your career, mate. Um, so much to talk about. All the way go back to 1981 when you made a de- your debut as an 18-year-old, 60 kilos. Um, it, it was a brutal footy th- back in those days. You know, guys just absolutely smashing in. Um, it must have been pretty scary, though, being an 18-year-old at 60 kilos. Oh, yeah. Look, probably not so scary. I, I look, look forward to it because um, I suppose growing up in a kid in Elizabeth and, and playing that, at it. Elizabeth in my junior years and then had the fortune enough to come out and play with Centrals in 79 and two years later playing league footy with Centrals. It was something which I always wanted to do. So um, a dream, dream come true. I was a Central District supporter um, and in 1981 played 21 of the 22 games. That was great. In 1984, you won your first at McGarry, and then a few years later, you won the Brownlow. Only uh, Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Buckley and Malcolm Blight have done that. So you're a pretty illustrious company there, Flat. So talk us through that. Uh, oh, yeah, look, it was 84. We, um, we, we started the year off quite well here at Centrals, and uh, uh, unfortunately enough, we didn't, you know, we, we, we made the finals, but unfortunately enough, we didn't get to the grand final. So uh, it was a good year. Look, we, we had some super players back in, in Centrals back in, in the, the mid 80s. So, um, but unfortunately enough, we, we didn't sort of go on with it. We I think we finished third for the year. Uh, but personally, yes, it was a pretty good year for me. And 87, winning uh, the Brownlow medal with the Hawks. Um, obviously, you won the four flags with the Hawks, but 87, uh, sharing it with Plug and Lockett, that must have been pretty thrilling as well. Oh, very thrilling, yes. Yeah, You look back now and, and you, you think, you know, that's fantastic. But I suppose when, when you play and all you want to do is just to play well and, and week in, week out. So, um, you know, these things come along. If you play well enough uh, um, every week, it's it's something which uh, – which you don't think about it, but uh, but now after finishing footy and retiring and all these little things come up, it's 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 fantastic now. Obviously, uh, winning a premiership is is pretty damn awesome, but winning four is just even better. Um, which was your favourite of the four plats and why? Oh wow, that's always pretty hard. Um, oh look, every grand final had a special meaning for it. You know, when I went to Hawthorne in '86, that was my first year. It was my first premiership, so uh, that was pretty special, you know, winning your first first premiership in your first year of, of, of playing in the VFL AFL. Um, 88, we beat Melbourne by 96 points, so that was that was the, the, the most that, that someone's won a grand final by, and, uh, was 96 points. And then we played a back-to-back in 89, and uh, that was the first time ever that uh, Hawthorne have ever gone back-to-back. And to, to, to play in that, 
well, that well to be there in the 89 grand final before I got concussed in the first quarter, I came on, uh, off after the first quarter. Uh, that was always pretty special, you know, winning the back-to-back. And then in 91 when we played uh, West Coast out at Waverley, the first and last one ever to play out there. So um, they all had different stories to it. So it's pretty hard to, to, to nominate one. And uh, you dealt with every week with the tagger in the Sanford and the um, AFL as well. Uh, how'd you cope with that, mate? And uh, who was probably your biggest protector? Oh, uh, I suppose. Look, going looking back now, it's I've probably got tagged right back in the um, when I played with Centrals, and and that was sort of like in the early eighties, and then finished up going to Hawthorne, getting tagged through there most of the years. Uh, oh, look, the it, it was frustrating, but at times there you always took it in, in into a positive mode to think that you know you're getting tabbed because you're you're one of the best players. So I, I took that on board and had to work a bit harder, had to run a bit harder. So I, I was I was very very fit back back in those days. So uh, but the toughest one, I you know like Libertore was tough. Um, Hocking Gary Hocking from Geelong, Busey from Geelong was another tough one. Um, but you know just to trying to pinpoint one again, it's always hard because that was part of part of their game that which they had to do, and they'd done it very very well at stages. So, um, but at the end of the day, it was it was all good fun. And I heard that Dean Sharon came off second best up with Dermy. <laughs> Talk to us about that. Oh yeah, it was a time we played Melbourne in '87, and and uh, Dermot. Um, I was having a bit of a hard time with with Sharon who was tagging me. So I asked one of the boys at half time, "Would you know? Can you give us a hand?" And so this is like in '87. This is only my, my second year of of, of Hawthorne. So um, at that stage, and I didn't sort of whinge or complain about taggers because that was something which happens every week. So, um, but th- this day here, Sharon tagged me, and and I think I went up to Dermot. I said, "Dermot, can you do me a favour? Can you give us a hand just to give?" You know, Sharon a bit of a bump, you know, to, to to get him off me type of thing. So I think he took a one step too 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 much, and uh, I think he finished up knocking him out. And I think Dermot got six weeks, and I got three votes for the Brownlow on that day. So it was a pretty special day. Yeah. And uh, let's go back to um, one of the uh, funniest things that I remember being involved with the twelfth man plats because um, I. I love the wide world of sports and that the tight shorts controversy. <laughs> How the heck did you get involved in that? Oh, I don't know. I just got asked. It was funny you bring that up. I've sort of probably forgotten all about how it all was, but uh, it was with the twelfth man, and he, he rang us up and asked us to come in and 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 do a, a a spot with him. And so I did. We went. I think he lived in Turak at that stage, in and he went upstairs to his house and had this studio on the top of this house, and, and away we went. And we did it. And I was in one corner, and I think. Uh, Simon and Madden was in another corner and um, someone else in the other corner. And we were just sort of saying our lines and he was all putting it together and it was a pretty funny day actually. But then he put it all together and it became even funnier. So it was great. It was good times. I'd love to interview Billy Birmingham. That would be the ultimate, I reckon. (laughs) And uh, let's go back to uh, 1998. Um, You went back to the Dogs, uh, obviously seeking that first ever premiership and unfortunately got riddled by injuries. Um, Do you feel as though there was probably a bit of unfinished business there? Oh yeah, for sure. You know, something which uh, you know, look for the for the footy career that I had over eighteen years with Centrals and Hawthorne was amazing. I loved every bit of it, and but I suppose there's one thing which is just burning inside me was always to trying to win that first premiership with with, with Centrals. Unfortunately, I didn't. You know, I won four day and four night with Hawthorne, made some of the finals with with Centrals, but never won that that premiership. So that was a bit. Bit disappointing, but overall, my my footy career, you know, there's no regrets. You know, happy 
you know, played over 400 games all up with uh, Sample and with AFL, VFL, state games, uh, all, all um, um, Australian games and all that. So I played over 400 games. So it's to miss out on one little thing, it does hurt me, but, you know, I've, I've moved on from there. And 2000, uh, of course, uh, the Doggies won that premiership. Um, do you feel as though you could have gone in a few more years or you're right, you reckon you made the right decision in the end um, quitting in 1998? Yeah, 98, I think I was cooked. I was, uh, I think I played six games. I had bone on bone in my right knee. So, uh, and um, I, I tried to get back each week, but uh, unfortunately, enough, I, I just couldn't get up every week because the pain, the pain was, was very, very painful, and so I, I finished up, um, you know, I only played six games and pretty much retired at the end of 98, so, which was disappointing because, you know, I wanted to finish a year off and, and hopefully win a premiership, but uh, unfortunate enough it wasn't to be, so, yeah, it was a pretty tough year. And play, she played with some real characters over the years, obviously Dermy, Dipper, and uh, just to name a few, but who was the funniest and why? Oh, God, we had some... Um, it's amazing players, you know. Uh, oh, look, Dipper would be the, probably the funniest. You know, he's he's a sort of bloke who's he's got a great heart. He's very passionate about his football. Um, he can't put two words together, but uh, but he's a, an amazing guy. I love him to bits, and you know, I saw him last week at the Hall of Fame, and he's still the same. He's hasn't grown up. I think we call him Peter Pan. You know, the kid who who's never grown up. So. But we had some wonderful players, you know. You know it wasn't just the, the Dunsels, the Burtons, the Dippers, the Langfords. We had, you know, Pritchard, we had Andy Collins, Easy, uh, Michael Tuck, um, Peter Carr and Tony Hill. We had an amazing group of players during the 80s. And, and uh, I know they're probably a little bit different to the, to the superstars, as, as we say, but, uh, but they, were, they were awesome just as much as the superstars were. Yeah, I love it. And I reckon that's um, a pretty good way to end things, Platts. It's been a pleasure having you on Chewing the Fat, mate. Um, just congratulations on an amazing career. Um, I had the pleasure of playing with your son, Jakey, so shout out to him. He's a great fella. And, uh, yeah, well done again, mate, on your career. Keep up the great work at the Safety Hub as well. Thanks to Murph for filming for us at Anytime Fitness Glenelg. See you next time, guys. See you, Tom. <laughs>